Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. Your Peugeot car or van might benefit from a free software upgrade. For more information and to find out if this applies to your vehicle, call the lads in Slattery's Garage, puck on on 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. Thanks, Pat. Welcome back to uh, Tip Today, 1800-938-007. Now, as you know, we're with you every single weekday morning from 9 o'clock. And uh, this morning, our young friend, 12-year-old uh, Art Finnan lady, Cara Darmody, spoke to me about her new campaign for families struggling to secure services for um, family members with autism. Now, her latest project takes her to Leinster House, where she'll be reporting for us every single week. And here's just a little of what she had to say to me this morning, just after nine. It's going to be called my Campaign for Change, and I'm basically going to be doing it every Wednesday when I go up to Leinster House once a week. Will you have access to Leinster House and will you have access to politicians there, Cara? Yeah, I'm going to have. I'm going to be talking to lots of politicians there. Whenever I see a politician there, I'm going to be walking up to them, having a conversation, and I'm going to be. It's going to be. Um, I'm going to be going in there to advocate for changes I've already mentioned. But Fran, I forgot to mention the best part. But the best part is, is that every week. I'll be reporting the stories from the doll each week on the on Ireland's number one radio station, <laughs> Tip FM, and Ireland's number one newspaper, The Nationalist. Well, we're delighted to, to have you, and I'm sure The Nationalist is delighted to have you as well, Cara. You will actually grade the ministers uh, as you would be graded yourself in an exam. Is that fair to say? Yes, I'm going, you know, yeah, I'm going to be grading them. And how it works is, is that I'm going to be, like, you know how, like, if you did a test when you were in primary or secondary school, and, like, if you did, like, really bad, like, teachers would grade you and, like, give you a grade or a mark. Well, I'm going to do that to the politicians, senators, TDs, ministers, and even the Taoiseach himself. And I'm going to grade them all the way from an A down to an S. And... Well, they only get the A, B or B if they deserve it, of course. Mm. But Fran, I'm mm. going to be handing out my very first grade right now. Everybody, Fran gets the massive grade <laughs> A+, plus because no one can get it. <laughs> well, Cara, I'm delighted. It's the first A+, plus I ever got, I can tell you. Well, that's for absolute sure. That was young Cara Darmody speaking to me uh, just after 9 o'clock this morning. And we will catch up with her following her odyssey to Leinster House on this coming uh, Thursday. 1800-938-007 For every problem, there's a solution. Dear Phil, on Tip Today with Phil Prendergast. You know, I still get a kick out of that music after all this time. I get a kick out of myself. It's like some (laughs) sleazy nightclub from the 80s, which I can remember. Not that we'd know anything about sleazy nightclubs from the 1980s or or whatever. All right, uh, we will launch straight in letter number one. Hi, Phil. My partner and I have been together for four years now, but this year we've been forced to have a relationship long distance because my partner got a job overseas. He only came home for Christmas and has just gone back. My concern is whether or not we can keep a long-distance relationship going. No doubt it has been tough for both of us, but we talk every day with uh, video chats and uh, almost texting. He recently got promoted 
so is uh, now there for the foreseeable future. My friends are making me question whether we can sustain this relationship. I've thought about whether I should relocate to be with him and he said he would love it but I have a job here that I love and I'm near family and friends. I would have nothing if I went there. We are happy to keep going as we are and see what happens but I wonder if I don't go now will um, just eventually will it uh, spell the end of our relationship? What should we do? There's one of you now, Phil. Well, I think the most poignant line in this is, I would have nothing yeah. if I went there. Yeah. And I mean, she'd have him and her relationship would survive. Um, I would definitely think that, you know, a relationship that has stood the test of four years is certainly worth a further investment. And if she's working with public services, she can take leave of absence and go and see what she like. But I mean, if she, she wants to be with this fella... Um, and retain the relationship she needs to go and be with him mm. the fact that she has a job that she likes she can find another job that she likes to be with the man that she loves so I don't understand her, her so is thinking. this a, me- a measurement do you think of how much she's into him if she says she'd have nothing there if she went I, I think it might have been thoughtlessly enough written yes. because it's very strange she said my friends are making me question whether we can sustain the relationship because she seems to be stuck in a mindset which says that he's gone and now he's after getting a promotion in his job he's after being home they're together four years so I'm assuming he's not gone there very long and um, it's it's a it's very strange that she would say I would have nothing if she went there because she would have him and their relationship and she could build on that and get a job over there or get even some whatever skills that she might need to do a job over there. Mm. But it's an opportunity of a lifetime and she should actually go for it because staying at home and pining and like having a FaceTime conversation is all very well Mm. but it's not the same as talking to somebody in person. It's not the same at all. So I would say that if she writes down a list of all the positives, um, of which there are a few, and if she writes down a list of all the negatives, of which there are a few, and she decides, look, is he worth investing more than the four years she's already spent with them? The fact that she's written down, I would have nothing if I went there, to me is very strange. It may have been thoughtlessly written. Mm. But I do think it's a kind of a strange... I, I would... I would think that the relationship might not last if she doesn't go. And if she does go, she can always come back. Yeah, far be it for me to be woke, but I have to put it to you anyway. I mean, what about his responsibility where this relationship is? Should he consider coming home, for example? You see, it's something that they need to work out. But I mean, obviously, if he's in a very high paying job or a good job and he has an opportunity to work in another country, it's Mm. never a negative thing to do that. And I do think as well that it is worth at some point going outside what would be a comfort zone. Now, for some people, a comfort zone can be actually moving out of the home house. It can be something as yeah. big as moving to another country or the other side of the world, like Australia or something, the other flip side of the earth. But, I mean, it's it's worth it for this lady to actually give it a chance and go and take a chance on it. If she can take leave of absence, she has the safety net of a job coming back. But if she has skills that has her in a good job here 
and her family uh, are, are what's important. The fact that she's asking a question makes me think that perhaps she might not be as committed mm. now to him as she was. So I do think she needs to write the fars and against the pros and cons of this relationship yeah. for herself and it make a decision It always concerns me as well, Phil, when somebody takes a lot of note of family and friends think if you know what I mean. So, yeah, but you, you know. see, friends and family change all the time as well, yeah. a friend. There's, there's a different dynamic. Well, you, you can have a very sort of a cosy relationship where, oh, I do this with my mom on a Tuesday or my dad on a Wednesday, or you do this or you go there or your friends and they're very important and all the rest of it. They'll still be important when mm. she comes home on her holidays. The same as her partner just came home on a holiday yes. and they had a great time. I just find... Um, he came home for Christmas and he's just gone back and her concern is whether or not we can keep the long distance relationship going it's very the, the ball is in her court entirely and go for it I suppose go for it yeah. absolutely yeah. Um, letter number two dear Phil I'm part of a large company and went uh, for our work Christmas party the week before Christmas I was really excited about it in hindsight probably drank too much a familiar tale I didn't remember much the next day until I got some texts from friends at work who told me I was the life and soul of the party I asked how and they told me that I shifted the the accountant and even flashed my line manager I was so mortified I ended up taking that uh, last week off sick and was hoping that everybody would have forgotten by the time we went back after Christmas unfortunately they haven't. There was a video doing the rounds of my kiss with the accountant, which everybody had a great laugh about. And the flashing incident was, of course, the talk of the place. One of the older female colleagues even gave out to me for my behaviour and said I needed to mind myself drinking and behaving like that. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Each day I go in hoping it will have died out, but uh, somebody will make a comment and it starts all over again. I'm wondering if it's better off just to leave my job. I will always be known as the tramp at the Christmas party. <sighs> Well, I, I, I have to say I am smiling at the good of it because of the terminology. She she shifted the accountant. If there's any younger people, they won't have one clue what shifting the accountant <laughs> the accountant means and yes. flashing some. They may not know what that means <laughs> either. So it does seem it's from an era of somebody that maybe should have had more sense. Yeah. But look, things happen at Christmas parties. You'd have a, you'd often hear stories of people saying, I made a show of myself. Mm. This, she said, I probably drank too much. She definitely drank too <laughs> much. She was no probable about it uh, whatsoever. Yeah. Um, she said she didn't remember, but her friends texted her and said, listen, you were just a great crack last night. She should focus on the fact that the worst thing she did was kiss the accountant yes. and, um, you know, that she flashed somebody. Now, I mean, I can understand maybe the owl one inside. <laughs> They'd be probably saying, you know, the one giving the, the elder lemon coming down here, bitter as gall, given out to me about flashing, you know. And I suppose if you've got it flaunted to an extent. Yeah. But look, people would have regrets about certain behaviours and particularly when it seemed to be a source of great mirth. Yes. It's a big company. She needs to stop focusing so much on it because do you know what? It was last Christmas and it's so gone. Mm. It's so over. And she needs to move on. She needs to stop worrying about it. Someone might make a comment, but do you know what? She'll have to suck it up. She went there, had a ball, shifted your man, 
Flashing. It's done. It's I, over. I hated the last line though. She said, I'll always be known as the tramp. She won't be Christmas known or that's rubbish. That's, that's, that's rubbish. She will yeah. not be known as the tramp. Yeah. She's feeling very bad because she kind of let herself down. Mm. And I suppose that's another thing. If you're going to go to these parties, certainly early drinking is not advisable. Having something to eat before you go is advisable. And I mean you're not asking anyone to be as dry as I know, I know. A bone. Yeah. But, like, she definitely needs to get over that. She's not going to be known as a tramp. She's, you know what, she needs to really think, I suppose, about what message it gives out. But it seems like as if she had a great crack. A lot of her friends were supportive, saying, you know, you were the life and soul of the party. You even did this. You know, so, I mean, she I probably was great crack, probably has a great personality. You know, those bloody she, mobile phones videoing everything. Well, you see, I don't agree with any videos yeah. of anything, and I think it's very, very reprehensible, and it's particularly if it's put on social media. And I don't know whether it was or not in this case, but frequently you would be very concerned for people if they seem to be off their head on whatever yes. substance they're off their head, whether it be alcohol or other stuff. Uh, you need to be very careful what you do to vulnerable people because they are vulnerable in that if they're not in control of themselves. So I think it's important as well that her friends perhaps should have been a bit more supportive mm. and said, listen, rein it in a little bit now. You're gone very flamboyant, <laughs> you know. And now it doesn't say that she... Do you know I love what I mean? Rain it in now. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, you just would. But of course, they might have been all in the same condition, but they were they were sober enough to be taking pictures. And But but doesn't it beg the question, though, should, should work companies, should they say no mobile phones, no no videoing at, at a work do? Well, you Wouldn't see, I don't, know, I don't know if they can do that, but I certainly would think it's prudent if you're going to have an event and it's the Christmas party and people there is a hype about a Christmas yes. party. There is, I, I know now we're in the depths of January in the coldest, coldest time. But like, it's a party and people are supposed to kind of chill out Let and relax. Their hair down, but yeah. you do have to remember you're working with bosses, managers, you're working with influential people, you're working with people that are on a ladder above you and below you, yes. and there are people who are always going to take you down. It sounds like she has a great personality. I think she needs to move on from it and say, lads, shut up, I'm bored already. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's let's, over. Let's, it's let's, uh, you it's know. Done. Very good. Our final letter today then, Phil. My son is 16 years old and has suffered from chronic asthma all of his life. I was worried sick about him during COVID, so we were very strict with uh, following the rules and guidelines and I made sure he got his vaccines when they were available. I've spoken to him this week about booking in for the latest booster jab and he said he didn't want to do it and was making the decision that he didn't want it and he felt he had enough vaccines. I asked him if he was aware of the risks of not taking it and he said he was but it was his decision to make. Now we had a big row over it where I got upset and said that he was being selfish after everything I did to protect him from COVID. He said I was smothering him and to leave him alone. We have been at a standoff since. How can I convince him that he needs to take this for his own good? Now I really feel for this this parent because it is a dilemma, isn't it? It is a dilemma but in fact her child is a child... In the eyes of the At law, 16, yeah. he's not—he's not yet, a, you know, a standalone uh, person. He does need parental cons- consent, for instance, but he also needs to sort of consider his condition. And I don't think he's armed with enough information to be seeing mm. the the outcome of somebody that has an underlying chronic yeah. asthma. And you as know. a nurse, uh, does the parent have have a point here? I think it's a moment. She has. Par- I think. 
Yeah. I think her problem was where she got upset and said he was being selfish after everything she did to protect yes. him from COVID. He did a lot himself to protect him from COVID as well because mm. he would be aware that with chronic asthma, it's it's very difficult because he knows what it is like. And of course, with COVID, it did have a very serious effect on people's ability to breathe and breathe properly mm. and all the rest of it. So he's 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 taken a decision, but I don't think he has taken the full facts. The best thing she could do would be to make her GP aware that, and his GP aware, hopefully that's the same person, mm. um, aware of her son's views before she goes to see the GP. Yes. And then to leave it in the hands of the experts in terms of the reasons why he should possibly be considered to be a very strong possibility of, of getting relapses or a worsening of his chronic asthma. Uh, a young fella, by general nature, they don't want to be in any way disabled mm. from normal life. And you can live very, very well with the treatment and the management of chronic asthma. And whether it's nebulizers or whether it's it's medication or vents and whatever it might be, or even um, you know the the uh, the puffers, whatever it would be, would keep his condition under wraps. He is much more vulnerable to getting getting things. And I think there has been a general such an easing off of masks and that. I, I was on holidays recently, and I mean there was very few people on the plane wearing masks. Yeah. And, and I was in my me, me proper mask because I just thought, do you know what? It's a plane, it's recycled air. So, I mean, he's 16. He's going to be in the group, in the classrooms. He's going to be in big classrooms. He's possibly going to be exposed to things that are going to be more detrimental to him than someone who is a well child. Right. And I'm not saying he's not well, mm. but, but he, he has, has a condition, a condition yeah. that does merit additional care. So I think she has to handle it with a bit of delicacy. Mm. I think she has to realise that she's the parent and I hope there's another parent there as well that perhaps it could be, and I don't know if there's any siblings, but it could be something that they might have a family council about and they should listen to his reasoning mm. and then they should say the fars and then the against. Mm. In fairness see, though, a 16-year-old is bombarded, I'm sure, on social media as well with all sorts of opinions about, they are, but about they vaccination. Are, they are, yeah. and they also have this air of bravado where it's, mm. you know, and it, mm. he's, he's full of testosterone now yes. and lip. I'm and he's just yeah, Absolutely, yeah. nothing yeah. going to happen to me. But I mean, if if you've ever nursed a child and they're inside even in, in those little tents, it's it's horrendous to see their see struggles struggling to for breath. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, he, he does need to take care but perhaps the mother's she needs to be softer towards him and she needs to maybe do, uh, she needs to dilute herself is what I'm saying there mm. as well and maybe get the family involved and just say the condition that you have really isn't um, it's, it's, I don't think you should put yourself at additional risk mm. of getting um, something like COVID and especially the newer strains there's, there's, there's ever more alphabetical yeah, distortions sure, yeah. to every condition that's coming now in relation to COVID. So I, I think she needs um, I think she needs to maybe just do it with more than just herself mm. because at the moment they have a standoff. And yes. He's a certain, his independence and his I'm growing up and I'm, and I'm my own boss and I own me. And, and I'm again, not gonna... his word uh, smothering him. You know, exactly. So, smothered, so and, well, yeah. smothered is yeah. also because he's smothered probably with his condition. Yes, of course. So he's smothering for him means that he can't breathe yeah, properly. Yeah. So it's it's actually it's an interesting use of his word. Yeah. It's an interesting fact that he said it, and he probably just feels 
over-minded and a bit precious, mm. but mm. he doesn't want to be because he's, 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 he wants to be the boy that doesn't need all this yes, stuff, do you know? know. Yeah. So I think, it's, I think it's hard. I understand that, I think, but he's not... He's not in a position to be able to take a decision like this because it will have such an adverse effect if he should contract it. It's interesting you talk you talk about the mask. Uh, there was there, was it Duncan Smith last week was trying to insist uh, on, on a mandatory mask wearing um, situation. You do you think from a personal point of view you should wear your mask, particularly if you have an, an underlying condition? I think it's safer for yourself to yeah. do that. Being honest with you, I, I mean it, you have to be you have to be mindful. Like if you if you're working with people that are vulnerable or yes. they have an underlying condition, you certainly should protect them from you giving them something. But you also need to protect yourself from contracting something for somebody that's obviously coughing and obviously and they're saying, Oh no, 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 it's not COVID, it's the flu or it's a chest infection. We all had that over Christmas and it wasn't that mm. it wasn't COVID. And it's almost like a badge of honor said, Well well it's not COVID. Mm. Well we weren't well with it like it was just very sick with de- it in some de- cases. Yeah, yeah. debilitating. Yeah. So I do think that people need to have a grain of sense if you're not feeling well and you have the snots and the snuffles cover up your snout. Don't be bringing it out to the people and yeah. don't be especially Wh- Whether putting. it's COVID or not, I mean Whether it's COVID, it's just, it's just good yeah. manners now nearly. It's good etiquette, it you is, know. Yeah. Phil, it's always great to see you. Thanks very much indeed and by the way, if you have a problem for our Phil, well it's very simple, all you have to do is put it together and you can email it uh, to us. It's tipfm at tipfm.com Isn't it? Yeah, t- sorry, I beg your pardon. It's tiptoday at tipfm.com Alright, we'll take a break. Talk to you in a moment. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie